This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, June 4th, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. The head of the FARC has died, but will it remain a threat to Colombia? Juan Carlos Hidalgo, the project coordinator for Latin America at the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity, comments. The FARC is a guerrilla group in Colombia. It's been around for 40 years, actually the oldest guerrilla movement in the world. And it has its roots in peasant movements back in the 1960s in Colombia, who embraced Marxism, and they started waging war against the state of Colombia. Back in the 19, early 1990s, the FARC uh, adopted the drug trafficking business that was uh, left from the drug cartels that were uh, battle and were defeated back in the late 1980s and early 1990s. And since then, the FARC uh, have been doing the drug trafficking business. They became a very powerful movement in the late 1990s. They controlled large swaths of the Colombian territory and even threatened the capital itself. When President Álvaro Uribe was inaugurated back in 2002, the House of Government was attacked with rockets during the inauguration, which proved how powerful this group was. Uh, despite its ideological background, the FARC became a criminal organization like many others. And it conducted drug trafficking business, but also started targeting civilians with uh, bombings and with kidnappings. Right now, uh, they are right now they are uh, right now they are known to keep in captivity around 700 civilians in the jungles of Colombia some of these people have been kidnapped for 10 years and they do this in order to uh, get some ransom in exchange uh, so this is for these kind of uh, activities is that they've been uh, branded a terrorist organization, both by Colombia, the U.S., and also by the European Union. With the death of the the head of FARC, does that go? Does that bring us any closer to answering the question for the rest of the world that this is a terrorist group versus a uh, revolutionary organization? No, I don't think so. I think that, that those people who don't consider the FARC a terrorist organization are not going to be uh, keener uh, to endorse that label against the FARC. Uh, the death of, uh, of Tiro Fijo, as he, it was his alias, uh, Pedro Antonio Marín, his real name, uh, opens the door for uh, a resolution of the ideological battle between the Colombian government and the FARC. Uh, it's very likely that the FARC will probably disband in the sense that the centralized control that Tiro Fijo exert over the, of the group is, is not, not longer going to be there. So it's probably going to disband into separate uh, uh, gangs, violent groups, uh, who are going to continue the drug business and other illegal activities that happen with the paramilitaries under President Uribe's watch, he offered uh, this uh, disarmament deal to the right-wing paramilitaries, and some of them 
disarmed, but others went into just simple criminal activities. So we could expect the same from the FARC. Uh, we have to be clear that as long as there is a extremely profitable drug trafficking business in Colombia, we shouldn't, there's going to be a group that is going to be handling this business, an illegal organization. Just as when in the late 1980s and the late 1990s were the drug cartels from Medellin and Cali, then it was the FARC and the paramilitaries. Well, somebody's going to fill that vacuum that the FARC are going to leave. Probably it's going to be ex-FARC guerrillas, uh, ex-paramilitaries, but definitely violence is not going to end as we know it in Colombia, as long as there is an international war on drugs. Where is President Uribe at all of this? He seems beholden considerably to uh, the U.S. government in maintaining uh, a fight against drug organizations in Colombia. Yeah, I mean, he is uh, waging this war. He's been very successful, we have to admit. Uh, he, the FARC are in the brinch of extinction. In just a couple of months, three of the seven members of the Secretariat of the FARC have been killed or have died. Uh, top commanders are deserting and are confessing that the FARC are on disarray. So for sure, he's succeeding in his policy of securing territory in Colombia. And I don't see him deviating from that. Obviously, uh, Uribe is not going to be around forever. Yeah, he's term limited in 2010. Uh, and although there is a speculation that uh, he might see a constitutional amendment in order to run again, which I don't think will be healthy for Colombian uh, democracy, but uh, a new president will come in Colombia eventually, and he's going to have to deal with reality. And that reality is going to be that Colombia was going to keep being a violent place. Not as violent as before, not as violent as back in the 1990s, but violent still. And drug, drug violence is going to be around for a while as long as, as, as there is demand here in the United States. 90% of powder cocaine that is consumed in the U.S. comes from uh, Colombia. So we shouldn't expect uh, violence to, to end anytime soon. Well, with the expected breakup of the FARC into uh, separate groups, does that diminish uh, Hugo Chavez's influence in Colombia? Well, that means that uh, Hugo Chavez's plan for Colombia are severely harmed. He expected the FARC to play a ma major role in bringing Colombia into his Bolivarian Andean uh, column. Uh, he already has a sympathetic, friendly government in Ecuador, uh, in Bolivia, and Colombia is the big thorn in his side. So he was expecting that in 2010, uh, he will have a stronger hold uh, during elections in Colombia and that the FARC will play, will play a critical role in it. Now that the FARC, as we know, is going to be gone probably uh, soon, uh, definitely his plans for Colombia are, are, are gone. Juan Carlos Hidalgo is a project coordinator for Latin America at the Cato Institute's Center for Global Liberty and Prosperity. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Full event videos are now available in podcast form at cato.org.